day the Lord has made. Welcome again to 5-Minute Devotions. My name is Jeff Kester. Today we'll be continuing our walk through Jesus' ministry, and I'll be reading Matthew chapter 20, verse 20 through 28, out of the New Living Translation. Then the mother of James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to Jesus with her sons. She knelt respectfully to ask a favor. What is your request, he asked. She replied, In your kingdom, please let my two sons sit in places of honor next to you, one on your right and the other on your left. But Jesus answered by saying to them, You don't know what you're asking. Are you able to drink from the bitter cup of suffering I'm about to drink? Oh, yes, they replied. We are able. Jesus told them, You will indeed drink from my bitter cup, but I have no right to say who will sit on my right or my left. My Father has prepared those places for the ones he has chosen. When the ten other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. But Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers in this world will lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must be your servant, and whoever wants to be first among you must become your slave. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. When it comes to servant leadership, Jesus was the ultimate example. You see, you can look through how he taught his 12 disciples. You can look through and how he talked with James and John and Peter and, and went through and taught them and discipled them and went through life with them. And see the great example of what servant leadership truly is about. You know, I was on Facebook the other day, and I cannot remember the person who posted this, but I've seen it a few times. And it's a picture called The Wisdom of Wolves. And it's a picture of just a group of wolves kind of wandering around. And I thought, as I, as I saw the picture in the description, and I'll read through the description, I thought it was a great example of what it means to be a leader. And it's, this is what it says. It's called The Wisdom of Wolves. The three in the front are old and sick. They walk in front to set the pace of the running group, lest they get left behind. The next five are the strongest and best. They're tasked to protect the front side if there is an attack. The pack in the middle are always protected from any attack. The five behind them are also among the strongest and best. They're tasked to protect the back side if there is an attack. The last one is the leader. He ensures that no one is left behind. He keeps the pack unified and on the same path. He's always ready to run in any direction to protect and serve as the bodyguard to the entire group. See, when I saw that and read that, I thought that's what being a leader is. Being a leader is about guiding people. It's about protecting them. It's not always about being in front. In actuality, what this is saying, and I don't know if this is true, I don't know much about wolves, but I thought it was great that the front were some of the weakest, they were the sickest. And that's what Jesus is saying here. Look, if you're in the front, you're not necessarily leading all the time. It's the servant leaders, the ones who are in the back who are the strongest. And they're the ones that are protecting everybody else, who are setting the pace, who are encouraging everybody to go along. And yes, it's lonely sometimes. Yes, it's hard sometimes to be a servant leadership. But that's what God calls us to be. He calls us to be servant leaders. And sometimes that means getting down in the trenches. That that doesn't mean, you know, sitting in our ivory towers, sitting in our offices and dictating policy and just putting out decrees and hoping that they'll get done. But that means 
eating last. You know, Simon Sinek has a great title in his book. I've not read his book, but I just keep seeing it pop up. And it's called, the book's called Leaders Eat Last. And that's so true. Leaders do eat last. I know when I set up dinner and a movie for our kids, I do always wind up eating last. I make sure, you know, we're going to do taco night in a few weeks. Spoiler alert, kids, you're having taco night in a few weeks. But I'll make sure that the the lettuce is cut up and the tomatoes are cut up and that the sour cream is there and there's cheese and tortillas and meat and all that. And it's all laid out ready for them and so that they can eat. And then when they're all done eating through that first round, then I'll eat. Then the leaders will eat because that's what leaders do. They make sure everyone is taken care of before their own needs are met. Now, there are times when the leader does need to have their needs needs met first, and but that's not the rule that's the exception every now and then i'll have the kids say stop leaders are eating first but even in that situation i still find myself eating last because i want to make sure that everybody's taken care of and that's what it means to be a servant leader that's what god and jesus call us to be to be servant leaders and that's putting others needs before our own that means putting our pride aside to bolster other people up in their walk with Christ. Let's pray. God, I pray those listening who you've called to be leaders, take this to heart, that they take to heart the idea of being a servant leader, not just dictating policy, not just telling everybody, hey, follow me, but actually setting the example for those around them to be followers of Christ. It's in your name we pray. Amen. Remember your love child of God, and how are you going to echo Christ today? We'll see you tomorrow.